you want to make the exception, you are going to suffer. <laughs> Welcome to Mosaic of China, a podcast about people who are making their mark in China. I'm your host, Oscar Fuchs. We're already well into January, but since this is the first episode of 2022, let me wish you all a happy new year. We're in that weird phase between the calendar new year and the lunar new year, where I feel like I can't really be bothered to do anything. Maybe that's just what January is, no matter where you are in the northern hemisphere. Anyway, I am here, and I did manage to put together today's compilation from season two of the show, where we hear answers to the question: If you left China, what would you miss the most, and what would you miss the least? If you listened to the special episode from the end of 2021, you've probably got some idea about how I would answer this question. But now it's over to the 30 guests of season two to share their answers. Zhao Huiling, the Africa travel vlogger from episode 28. What would I miss the most? Convenience with Alipay, with Ulama. No, can I change my mind? <laughs> you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I would miss the most: the Chinese food. Okay, but that's too obvious. I know, but there's certain characteristics to the food I like. So it's something soupy, hot, very flavorful,、mm. can be a bit spicy with coriander. Oh, has to have coriander. Yes, I think the least will be. The limited access to platforms like YouTube, Instagram, wink, 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 wink. We all know <laughs> why we can't access these things in China, unless there's a special magic fairy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. AJ Jane, the car designer from episode twenty-one. The dynamism, the reinvention, the excitement, the convenience of everything. The actual efficiencies of how things—if they didn't work today, they are definitely working tomorrow. And what about anything that you wouldn't miss? Fucking around with my VPN. <laughs> one of the biggest conveniences in China is to do with the internet, and one of the biggest frustrations in China is to do with the internet. Yeah. You can't have both ways. You can't have only the convenience without、uh, some of the frustration. And currently, they blocked WeChat in India. So now people keep trying to contact me through WhatsApp. Uh, you know, I've got to fiddle around and、yeah. try to get online, and they're trying to call me and messaging me, wondering why I'm not responding to their messages. Yeah.、Right. Cassandra Chen, the heavy metal bar owner from episode sixteen. I think I would miss the most is、um, this very convenient lifestyle. Two o'clock. If you want to buy some beer, you can get delivery in China. Other country probably not.、Mm. And have you ever left China? Did you ever go overseas? Yeah, I, I went to Germany. When I was in Germany, I really miss vegetable. Because they have a lot of meat in Germany. And、uh, I think for them, potato is a salad. Yovana <laughs> Zhang. The handicraft designer from episode eight. I've missed the vegetables, the the range of the vegetables, which we doesn't have in Europe, and it's such a pity. It's really nice. Even some part of the flowers and the tree. You know that tree you can eat that, Xiangchunshu.、Uh, you see it nowhere else. It's just really nice. 
the least I would miss the summer in here and the wetness. Especially Hanzhou, which we saw the air, how the air circulates. It comes from Beijing, the one wind, and from Shanghai, another wind, and they all finish in a west lake and, and become a little swirl, uh, in just like a dumpling in here, steaming ourselves. Vladimir Jurovic, the brand naming expert from episode 13. The spices of China, um, literally and uh, in a metaphorical way, I think there is uh, so much flavor, so much things to experiment. So, of course, the scale also of things which make you can see things that you can't imagine uh, in other places. And I would say the same thing that I won't miss, <laughs> I won't miss is the scale. If one day I leave China, will be because I want to go into a smaller place. Björn Dahlman, the Swedish clown from episode 17. My friends, the people. Yeah. What would you miss the least? Oh, the silence of Sweden. I love it. <laughs> ah. I am very sensitive to sound. Cars honking, drilling, people screaming, crowded restaurants, you know. That's the one thing. I feel it in my body. There's a higher level of tension when all this noise is going on. Joe McFarland, the product sourcing leader from episode 18. Well, I know this is going to be a really obvious answer, but I would absolutely miss the people the most. So, I mean, in the office, it's like I am the office foreigner. And I would miss the colleagues in the office because they tell me all the time I'm their Chinese family. You know, we've been on a journey. Um, and then there's other ladies like down in the noodle bar that I go to that don't speak any English and my Chinese is very limited. And somehow we can communicate and they're very, very sweet to me. And there's so many people from all walks of life around Shanghai that, you know, I see in my daily life that are incredibly kind to me. That's what I would miss the most if I left China, because this is my second time in China. And when I left the first time, that is what I missed. But the thing that I would miss the least is the sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> like that, right? Mm -hmm. it, honestly, it's like grating. It's like I can't bear it. I have to like put on headphones or get up and walk away. I don't know how it doesn't drive them crazy. Because <laughs> I find it totally unbearable. <laughs> They would say the same about us when they hear us going to the bathroom blowing our noses and coming back. They're like, oh, you blow your nose. Because this is the whole thing about wearing masks. It's all about keeping your exhalations to yourself. And so when you're sniffing, in a sense, you're sniffing in your own runny nose because it's rude to blow them out, right? I prefer the nose blowing. Salome Chun, the investor and developer from episode 24. My parents... For me, people is always the most important thing. And uh, of course, and I wouldn't miss those populists. Uh, what do you mean? Oh, populists. Yeah, you know what I mean. I do. And it's the same wherever you go, right? If we were in the UK, I would say the same thing about people there, right? Yeah. Crystal Mo, the fine dining expert from episode 26. The people and the people. <laughs> So Chinese are not great as strangers. Mm. Americans are very friendly and have a warmth to them that you can have some kind of friendly interaction with a stranger, which I think makes just walking around the city feel like more of a community. And yet Chinese, while they can be quite cold and selfish to strangers, 
they are so warm and generous as soon as you are on any kind of friendly terms with them. You go to their house and they will cook you a banquet and take care of you. That kind of warmth and generosity is something that struck me as a student when I first went to China and lived in Nanjing. And so I would say that I don't miss being a stranger in China, but I do miss being a friend. Lovely. Alex Schoer, the clean energy entrepreneur from episode 11. Random conversation with strangers about the simplest and most mundane things. You know, in the US, everyone asks, how are you? But they don't actually want to know. In China, they want to know. They're like, tell me everything. Where are you from? Where is, <laughs> what, is what, what color's hair does your mother have? They want to go more and more. And the simple conversations that you have with strangers. And what about the things that you would miss the least? Yeah, it's uh, very simple. It's air pollution. I really, really, really disliked it. The AQI was over 900 one time. Douglas C., the island businessman from episode 15. I'll miss the energy because you can tell that people are still hopeful and optimistic and not jealous and full of hatred. I won't miss the pollution. Sean Harmon, the beer company CEO from episode 9. What I would miss the most is the energy. It's, it's just so powerful here. If you push and you have a great product and a great plan and you put it to action, things can happen and, and people work hard. And it's fun, it's addicting, that, that, sort of, uh, that sort of energy where you feel like anything is possible. Then the, the other side of that question is, is it's gotta be the pollution and it's not only the air pollution. I, I, for me, it's also the noise pollution. You know that the power drill? Uh, my boss used to call that the birds of Shanghai because <laughs> it, it, you don't hear birds that often, but you do hear that power drill uh, frequently. But those two things that you've said, you don't get this energy, this growth, this movement without the sound of a growing city, right? Exactly, and that's why I'm still here. It, it evens itself <laughs> out. Seth Harvey, the education coach from episode 19. What would I miss? Um, man, have you ever tried to take a taxi in New York City? Uh, it's like $30 to put your hand on the, the handle. This is such a well-planned out city. It seems so big, but I, I find that getting around it from one side to the other is, is amazing. Um, like I said, I, you can take the bus, you can take the metro, and you can call a cab for like two bucks to go anywhere. Um, the thing I will miss the least would be, ah, man, like the construction, that hammer drill. Like everyone knows that, and I think everyone's had an apartment where somebody's been renovating next door. So that's a trade-off for the amount of change and development that we enjoy and we love. Sometimes that comes back and is a huge negative. Zhang Yuan, the performance art exhibitor from episode seven. Traditional Chinese breakfast, particularly Shanghai breakfast, 大饼油条啊。are you quoting English, you know? Yeah, it's those oily sort of sticks, right? Yeah. It's made of dough. Dough, yeah, yeah. For the fat one, they're sweet and salty. For the longer one, it's only salty, I think. And anything that you would not miss if you left? The noise in the construction site. Wherever you go, yeah. there's this noise. <laughs> something being demolished, something being constructed. You move to a new house as your neighboring is renovating there. Oh, in China, I really don't think I could hear myself. 
Jiyong, the transgender teacher from episode 30. I would miss all of the advocates who always inspire me day to day. Um, I will not miss having to hide my identity at work. So, yeah. Nongolo <laughs> Bengu, the African community organizer from episode 14. WeChat Pay, I would miss the most. Ah, yeah. I love not carrying money. There's uh, these conveniences here that I believe are five years, ten years ahead of other parts in the world. The one thing I, I, I will not miss is not being able to see the sky. It never gets old. Whenever I get home, I'm, I'm like a little kid, just lost in wonder. I'm like, oh my goodness, the sky is so blue. I can actually see stars. And I can I can taste the air when I land in Durban. You land by the ocean. You can just taste the sea salt. And the air just hits you differently, man. So that's the one thing I will not miss is walking outside and not seeing the sky. Coco Santi, the drag performer from episode five. Um, same answer for both. It's a combination of three things. Taobao, Meituan, and Didi. Once I go back home to the U.S., I'm going to be so sad that I have to start using Amazon or I can't order food randomly in the middle of the night without paying a surcharge of like 500 yuan, you know, or getting a taxi for the price of a cup of coffee. And I get it. I understand why. But my God, it's so convenient. And I hate that I've adapted to it so well. Oh, this is why it's also the thing you won't miss. Oh, it makes me a monster. Yeah. I'm coming home from the club. Oh, I have this in my cart. It's been in my cart for maybe like five weeks. It's time to buy it. (laughs) I'll message the seller and tell him, hey, can you send this tomorrow? Because I really need it now. (laughs) But I don't. I don't. I don't ever need it. I never need it. I just want it. Louise Roy, the childbirth and lactation specialist from episode six. Taobao. I love Taobao. I've bought so much on Taobao over the years. I love just the concept of you can get anything. Yeah. Anything. What would I miss the least? Actually, I think what I would miss the least is when people kind of like China splain to me. Oh, God. You know, like the China splaining, and then if I have a difference of opinion that's, you know, gleaned from 15 years of experience, I've been brainwashed. Catherine Wong, the Peruvian healer from episode four. Online shopping, it's mostly for groceries. It is so easy, so efficient. You get your groceries within one hour. In Peru, there are no such things. So my mother had to call the lady from the little shop to ask, do you have this? Do you have that? And if she would say, yes, I have this bread. Okay, which brand? I have this brand, this brand. (laughs) So it will take a long time. A great example. And what about the thing that you missed the least? The fast pace of life. You are sucked in this energy of going fast. Murray King, the public affairs leader from episode 29. The most is the excitement of every day. Um, Every day something is happening. I learn something. I'm challenged in some way. I also feel like I can contribute in some way. I just feel like it's where everything's happening. 
that's what I would miss the most. What I would miss the least is the fast pace. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but when I do get out of the country and, and when I go to my comfort zone, to France or, or somewhere else, you know, it's really nice to not have a fast pace. And, um, you know, every so often you need to kind of recharge your batteries. I think that's obvious. And um, the problem is when I'm there, I miss the fast pace after a couple of weeks. When I'm here after a few months, I need a break from the fast pace. So I'm never going to be completely happy in either. Jamie Barris, the street food expert from episode two. Food, food, food. Sichuan <laughs> noodles, that would be so hard. What about anything that you wouldn't miss? That's tough because I feel like that's a coin that has two sides whenever it happens. You know, like a lot of times, you know, I'll take the subway and get pushed around and jostled around a little bit and it's really annoying. But then I go to a wet market and then a 85-year-old woman shoves me out of the way because I'm standing in front of the daikon radish that she really wants, and that just tickles me. So there's things that annoy me in the moment, but then on the flip side, if you understand why it's happening, it just, you can get over it really easily. Yeah. Michelle Chu, the improvisational comedian from episode 20. Oh, if I live China, of course I miss my theater and my partners. <laughs> right. Yeah. And what about the thing that you will miss the least? <laughs> when you uh, get off a metro oh, or I... when you get off an elevator, somebody just uh, stand in the middle of the gate. You face to face. You want to kiss me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they do that? Yeah, I, I really hate that. <laughs> Dan Majid, the Tibetan social enterprise leader from episode 10. I really missed about Tibetan food. Momo. Momo is similar to dumplings, but like uh, we also have like steamed momo, like uh, inside you have the fillings. Like yeah. what? Like uh, uh, yak meat. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> yak I meat. knew it. Yeah. <laughs> yak meat and uh, herbs sometimes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What about what would you miss the least? Snow. Snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got like heavy snow and uh, the road is all blocked. DJ B.O., the DJ from episode 23. Okay, Shanghai is such an international city, and it's a place where I've met Dutch people and Belgian people and Italian people and Japanese people. And I'm able to engage with so many different cultures and people here. You can find some of that in New York and in London, but in Shanghai, it just manifests itself so much into the legacy and the history of what Shanghai is least interesting it's that sort of policy of not engaging with things that you find in china the idea that when there's a conflict everyone stands back and watches when there's a problem you just kind of move away from things and you don't engage with things stefan wimer the head of consumer insights at l'oreal from episode one I think I would uh, miss the ding, ding, ding. You know those tricyclers, the oh, yes. peddlers on their tricycles? I would miss this uh, music. They're recyclers on tricycles. And in this modern city with so many millions of people that is so tech advanced, this little music, it comes from another time. But I will remember that music. 
I actually followed one day with、uh, my youngest son. I mean, with his consent, we followed one such person in his day, and they have a very tough day. So this music is also bittersweet in a way.、Uh, what I would、uh, miss the least, everybody knows everything about you. Oh. <laughs> Everything you know, what time you went out, what time you came back, what time your kid, what did they do, why you're this, why you're that, and so at some point it becomes too much.、Mm. Zhang Zhuyuan, the humanities professor from episode three. I would miss the culture.、Hmm. That's an abstract thing. You can see I'm quite westernized. The way I think, the wine, the starch, whatsoever. But、uh, I still like to live this sort of cultural context. I wouldn't miss the bureaucracy.、Mm. It can be extremely efficient, and it can be extremely outdated and slow. Yeah. You want to make the first case the exception. You are going to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Casey Hall, the fashion journalist from episode twenty-two. Jambing. I've said for so many years that people should be exporting jambing to the West because we foreigners all love that stuff,、mm. and it's a wonderful hangover cure. I think I would not miss if I never had to go to a Chinese bank again.、Um, <laughs> I would be a happy chappy. You have to like take a whole file of paperwork, don't you? <laughs> I have to take a whole file of paperwork and half a day, and even then, I'll probably have to go home and get more paperwork. <laughs> yep. Wendy Saunders, the architect from episode twelve. I have to say, spontaneous. This, I can't say any. How do you say it? Spontaneity. The spontaneity of living in China and the way things go so fast. Okay, on the one hand, it makes you very tired and and has a lot of other things to it. But I will miss that. It's so lively and it's so flexible. And I remember when I first arrived, I thought that was so amazing. That you don't have to make appointments like weeks ahead with people. You don't have to. Your work environment—it's not so planned out. That I think is something quite special.、Mm, that's well said. What about anything you'd miss the least?、Mm, yeah, the fact of being misunderstood and and the frustration of it. I, I think you're always the foreigner, right? You're always a little bit the one on the outside.、Mm. That also gives a certain freedom and and a pleasure to it. I'm not going to lie about that, but there's also sometimes something alienating about it. Michael Kinsey, the fire engineer from episode twenty-five. Um, I think、uh, I would miss the convenience of living here. You can find almost anyone to do anything,、um, like fix things, almost at any time of the day or any day of the week. Actually, last night I forgot my keys,、um, <laughs> and I know a guy who will come at any time. And it was slightly late at night, and he would just get up, come, and then he would come and open the door, and that was it. Wow. I think one of the things I would miss the least is the language barrier,、um, and certainly being able to connect with certain people on certain levels. Conversely, it motivates me to want to learn more. Vittorio Francese, the lawyer from episode twenty-seven. It's something that、uh, I've always thought about China.、Uh, by living here, you realize how easy is the life.、Uh, sometimes you have a problem, and it gets solved just by knowing someone that. Has dealt with it before. Suddenly, it's not anymore a problem. I feel like I do a lot of things in one day 
uh, something I wouldn't be able to do uh, back home, uh, where where life is so so chill, and and you need to take your time for e- every single thing you you want to complete. Um, on the other side, it's that something that could look super straight and super easy to get would become impossible just for reasons that are unknown to you because you have to pass through some uh, authorization or procedure that suddenly uh, becomes slow and you cannot explain why but but you just you just find yourself in front of a problem that you didn't expect to encounter china is not a compromise so you get everything fast or impossible <laughs> And there you have it, the yin and yang episode. China is so livable, so welcoming, and it's the exact opposite of those things too. There's a rough and a smooth in every country and in every culture, and indeed in every person. So let's make it our job in 2022 to spread this message of nuance, balance, and equanimity to as many people as possible. Mosaic of China is me, Oscar Fuchs, with artwork by Denny Newell. And we'll be back with the next compilation episode in two weeks. See you then. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, hey, thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. That's my pleasure. Thank you so much.